It was nearly 15 years ago, but I still remember it like it was yesterday. What's up guys? My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and am committed to sharing with you all the things they probably should have taught us in school. Today's episode is a throwback memory that I still carry with me to this day, and I want to talk about how those kinds of memories can really fuck up your life if you let them. So let's do this. So let me set the stage for you. I'm in middle school. I'm pretty overweight. I am not using makeup yet like most of the other kids. I don't have a cell phone yet. I am pretty much a homebody. I have friends. I met my best friend in seventh grade. She's still my best friend. But I'm just kind of there, like definitely not popular, definitely don't stand out in any way, shape, or form. I play a lot of sports. That's where most of my friends came from. I'm really good at school. I'm smart, but I'm just kind of average in most ways and socially probably a little bit less mature than some of my friends as far as like talking to boys and kind of making Um, other romantic relationships and things like that. So here's me, middle school, very awkward, uncomfortable in my body, starting to develop in ways that I'm like, what is happening? Not sure if boys even notice me, not sure how I feel about them yet. Um, They're pretty gross and sweaty and they stink. Oh, do they stink? And so, but my friends are telling me, that they they have boyfriends and I don't even understand how that impacts anything. So that's the stage. You're there with me. We're in middle school. And then the most dreaded day at the start of the year comes. And one by one, the nurse starts calling us out of class. My last name at this time is Amos. So I'm one of the first. And we get called out, and this becomes a topic of discussion the rest of the day. Probably the rest of the week. But this was almost 15 years ago, so who knows? And I get pulled out, and I go into her office, and she says, please step on the scale. And my heart dropped. Because what do all middle schoolers do the second they have information about themselves, about them, about their bodies, they're going to want to talk about it. And I knew I wasn't going to want to talk about mine. So here I am, my anxious middle school self going, what am I going to do? How am I going to keep from having to tell everybody what that little number says? Right. And it was one of, it's not a digital scale. Let's be real. I was in middle school. It was one of those that she's got to move the thing. So does the big one go to a hundred, 150? Oh, okay. How much does the little one move? Right. Cause that's all those details are what all of my friends are going to want to hear. Everybody in class is going to be talking about it. Cause there's this thing that happens around middle school where 
you start noticing when you're not the same as everybody else. You start comparing like, whoa, I'm way taller than you. I'm heavier than you. Does that, is that, so you must be right. You must be how I should look. So why don't I, right? And we start having those initial first thoughts about our bodies. And so I was really embarrassed when the big slider thing on the manual scale had to be moved up another notch and then another notch. And then finally she just moved the small one and I was horrified. And to this day, I couldn't tell you what that number said, but that image of, I bet my friends aren't having to move it that far. And so I go back to class and this is the buzz, right? It didn't happen immediately because I was the start. But as more and more people went to see the nurse and as lunch rolled around and as recess rolled around and we're all in the gym playing basketball, three on three, every single day. And they're like, how much do you weigh? How much do you weigh? Oh. And then I told the lie. I can't remember. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. I I don't really care about it. I wasn't really paying attention. Yikes. Let me just tell you, I'm not a good liar now. And I was an even worse liar then. So everybody brush it off because fortunately kids that young are very focused on themselves. They don't actually care how much I weigh. They just want to compare it against how much they weigh, right? So everyone let it go. But I knew that number, and it was in my head, and all I knew was that it was way more than my friends. And I'm not talking that I was obese or anything, but I was definitely overweight, but I was very active, and all I could see from that point on in my friends was how I knew now for a fact that I weighed more than them. And this carried on into high school. And then it carried on into college. And something most people don't know about me is I'm almost six feet tall. And as I've grown and developed, I'm actually pretty lean for my height. But when your friends are 5'2", 5'4", maybe 5'6", at the tallest, and they're talking about how they weigh 20, 30, 40 pounds less than you, that fucks with your brain. Despite the fact that you know you're almost a foot taller than them. So how do we keep these memories from fucking us up? From carrying into adulthood because in hearing this story I would be willing to put money down that you had some memories of your own come up similar about times that you were picked on or felt left out or excluded or different than everyone around you and how do we as adults now work through that Because we sure as hell weren't working through it in a healthy way as teenagers or preteens. So what do you do? 
And the answer is this. Recognize the purpose it served then and how it may no longer serve a purpose in your life anymore. I really want you to hear that. It's important to recognize for me that not sharing my weight and that lie I told and trying to protect myself kept me safe in that moment. I knew I was different, but I chose not to share that with everyone around me because I was trying to protect myself. So now I'm going to reframe and I'm going to talk about that is so fucking cool. I have a gift and I've had it since I was young that I can protect myself. I am strong enough to keep myself safe. How fucking cool is that? I've been doing it since middle school and here's how, you know? So take a deeper look at your story and what purpose did it serve you? Because there's another lesson from this story that I don't have to lie anymore. I had to lie then to protect myself. Now I share my deepest, darkest everything because I know I'm safe in spite of everything I've been through because it's my story and I get to own it. So the lying about myself no longer serves me. It did then and it kept me safe. But now I'm strong enough to keep myself safe on my own. It's all about perspective for the entire situation. So I hope that whatever story came to mind, whether it was a year ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, what purpose did that serve in your life? What lesson did it teach you? And how have those skills carried over to where you're at now and are still helpful to you? And what part of those things can you let go? Take a look back and see the bigger picture and the lesson that you learned and then reframe it to today's experiences. You guys fucking rock. I'm so grateful for you. If you found this episode helpful, please snap a quick screenshot, upload it to your favorite social media platform so we can connect there. Tag me at the anxious therapist over on Instagram because I love connecting with you guys. I love knowing that we get to do this together. We get to learn and grow and share together. And the more times you share this, the bigger our audience grows and the more impact we get to have on the people around us. I'm so thankful for you. And I hope that you feel my heart when I say that. All right, I'll catch you guys in the next episode.